my name is Danielle. I'm a writer, a photographer, an empowerment card deck creator, and a dreamer. I'm not here to be a guru or a coach. I'm just here to be a friend. So let's get honest and raw about the mess of life together. And let's also have some fun. We'll talk about spirituality, the power of sisterhood, and how to step into the truest version of you. Well, hello. We are up to episode three, and I just want to have a bit of a chat about it before we delve right into it. I recorded this six weeks ago, um, and I just listened to it, and I went, holy shitballs, like, this episode is deep. Um, I started off wanting to give tips on how to survive a breakup, and what I did to uh, not only survive, but thrive after my breakup. Um, but it got it got deep. It got deep real fast and kind of poetic and I just went with it and I'm absolutely, totally in love with it. So um, it's about three quarters of the way in, things get really juicy. So if you stop listening halfway through, um, keep going. I'm, I'm telling you now, you don't want to stop listening halfway through. You want to listen to the whole thing. I want to give an update to on my heartbreak situation. I'm fine, like totally fine. So (laughs) I did all these steps and I've gotten to the place and you'll hear at the very end where I'm at and how I'm feeling, but I'm even better than that now. Like I continued to take my own advice and continued to do what I suggest and I actually took a holiday for myself and went away to Costa Rica for two weeks and did a retreat and everything. And this was all part of my healing process. And I did things for myself. And I think that's the key with a heartbreak. You do things for yourself, not to get the other person back. Because guess what? Your life is probably going to be fucking better than what it was when you were with them. <laughs> no matter if you were with them for two months or 20 years. Like... Everything, this is so cliche, everything happens for a reason. You are exactly where you need to be and it may not feel like it right now and I sure as hell did not feel like it when I was in the very fresh um, first few weeks and months (laughs) really of my breakup. I did not feel like that's what was happening. But now looking back and hindsight is a marvellous thing I know for sure this is exactly what needed to happen for me to not only find myself but find the life that I had always was always reaching for but couldn't quite get and because of the breakup and because of me searching for myself I was able to find exactly what I was looking for Um, and now I look back and I not only am grateful that it happened even though it was the worst pain of my life and you will hear that in my voice it was the worst pain of my life and the hardest thing I've ever had to do but looking back I'm grateful because it gave me something that I didn't know I I didn't know I didn't have my freedom I I am free as in myself I am free so now I look back and I say dude (laughs) thank you for my freedom and hopefully, if you're going through a breakup, or actually, I also want a, to make a note too, because I don't think these tips and tricks and 
ways to discover yourself unnecessarily just for heartbreak. This could be for people dealing with any kind of trauma or any kind of anxiety, stress and depression. Like this is a, a way to focus on yourself. So hopefully it helps um, anybody really because we all have shit to heal. <laughs> we all hold on to stuff that we don't have to. Um, and a lot of the stuff that I actually got rid of was stuff that I was carrying with me from childhood and the breakup brought those things to the surface. So it's not necessarily I'm healing from just the breakup. I'm healing from a lot of shit throughout my whole life. Um, so yeah, just want to make note of that. And uh, without further ado, so stick around. It's about to get magical because this is where the wildflowers grow. We are back and live and rolling for number three. <laughs> so this topic today, wow, I can't believe I'm going there so soon, but uh, it's been on my heart to talk about and look, that's what we do here. We go deep and we just have no shame, have no hide, no hide, nothing to hide. Anyway, we're off to a fantastic start. We're going to talk about heartbreak and loss and just all that horrible stuff. So, as you know, six months ago, almost six months ago, I separated from my husband, who I was with for 18 years. So, obviously, there is um, <laughs> a lot of grief in that. A lot of pain of the separation because you've been so entwined for so long you actually kind of feel like you're the same person you're the one person and then when you start to pull away from each other those those tentacles and those that stickiness like it just feels like you're something's missing something's not right like what's going on um, you know, sometimes when you're sitting on your hand and you pull it out and you think, wow, my hand is cold, it doesn't feel right, something's missing. And that's what it feels like when you move away from someone who was your life for so long um, and they're not there anymore. So what follows is just absolute shock to not just your heart, but your body, your mind the way you do things especially if you were living together as life partners when it's no longer everything feels just so wrong upheaved like what is life what is the future and everything feels so unknown so shaky what ground am I walking on where am I headed <laughs> you know I remember just crumbling at the thought of so he would leave in the morning at like five o'clock and I would stay in bed and I would get up at my time and as I'd leave the house I'd notice the porch was on because when he left it was still dark so he'd turn the porch light on so I'd always turn the porch light off as I left the house and these are the small things you notice you're about to leave the house and the porch light is off already because it was never turned on and inside you go oh that's right or you look down and there's no pairs of shoes on the ground there's no extra plate at dinner time there's no extra clothes to wash it's it's always something and um you know I noticed it big time when I was cooking dinner you know I, I would cook too much I would always have leftovers because I would 
cook too much and I still do I still I don't know how to portion control um so at least we have leftovers all the time which is which is great um yeah so it's just that sense of what is my life and I found myself spiraling pretty quick um not knowing who I was how to live how to be without this other constant like this constant person in my life as kind of like an anchor so I had to learn to be my own anchor and that is is actually such an empowering empowering thing to have learned to do Um, I kind of liken it to just digging your roots in deep like being a tree and digging your roots further and further into the ground every single day and what can you do to do that to stabilize yourself to make yourself strong so when the wind comes you don't get blown over I used to always um, refer to him as literally as my anchor he is my anchor he's what keeps me grounded he is my home he was that grounding force and so when he left what is home what is my grounding force and I had to find that within myself and yet the amazing thing about that is I did find it in myself I always had it in myself (laughs) so anyway I'm getting ahead of myself Uh, what I want to touch on is in those early days when you feel that spiral of what is my life what is my future who am I and this is this is the stage where you can really crumble and guess what that's okay that's necessary that's a part of that's a part of it you have to crumble and I think this is the thing that we don't talk about enough is that people think oh you know be strong and or they tell you you're strong and you'll get through this and it won't always feel this way and you know the firsts are always the hardest and blah 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 like if you've if you're just in a breakup blah 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 it's shit isn't it you don't need to hear that stuff and and while you understand that it comes from a place of care and and love from friends and family you don't need to hear people tell you that you're strong and that it's gonna be okay because you know that you know it's going to be okay of course it's going to be okay like I'll survive but right now I feel like absolute shit and I don't want to hear that I'll be okay I just want you to sit with me in the shit right and I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be strong you don't have to sit there and be positive because that's kind of like skipping over the necessary part that grief part that anguish part that part where you feel like you are just completely broken and shattered and and this is a hard pill to swallow too like you have to let yourself shatter because if you try and piece yourself together without letting yourself crumble you're piecing yourself together on top of a person who you might not actually be um so i'll touch on that later again i'm getting ahead of myself let's get back to the survival mode so what got me through those early days and all i had was in my mind four things i need to do in a day that's it just four things number one was to nourish so that is to feed myself (laughs) literally i had to force myself to eat 
uh, I lost 18 kilos from the stress of my breakup. And that's a dangerous amount of weight to lose. <laughs> I, um, I had to force myself to eat because I didn't, I wasn't, I lost my appetite. And when I brought food to my mouth, I felt sick. And when I chewed, I felt sick. And when I swallowed, I felt sick. And then, you know, it just sort of builds up. You're just like, I can't eat. I don't want to eat. So number one, eat, nourish your body. And that is food and drink. Step two in my survival mode was allow myself to feel. Feel, cry, scream, laugh, whatever. Like just feel it. Whatever is coming up. Like if you feel heavy, just sit in it. Just sit in it. Because I'm going to tell you this thing, right? Once you feel the feelings, they're just there in your body as a sign waving at you saying, I'm here. Don't forget about me sit with me and so sit with your feelings the sadness the grief let it flow through you let it rip through you however it needs to be heard and seen and once it's heard and seen it will continue on it will transmute it will transform it will disappear of course it's coming back again in different ways as you process and as you heal but every time you need to feel feel and there's a point that I, I want to bring up too is I know it's not always convenient to feel. So when you notice yourself uh, getting angry or getting upset or getting sad or frustrated or whatever and you can't actually sit there and feel it, like if you're driving in the car or if you're about to go into the supermarket and you don't want to go in with blotchy eyes and red face or if you're surrounded by your children or you know, in situations where you literally can't just let yourself go make a note to yourself set a reminder to yourself come back to this because the more you bottle it down and the more you hold it in the worse it comes out (laughs) and this is the thing too I think with people who end up distracting themselves or hiding from the pain they bottle it down and store it so deep that when it comes up to be heard and seen and noticed when it comes up and it will no matter what you don't even know what it is what is this for why am I angry it could be six months 12 months six years down the track and you're like I'm so angry why you don't know because you didn't process it at the right time at that time you just bottled it down so this is important to feel so number one nourish eat number two feel let the emotions rip through you Number three, once those emotions and the tears have gone, and they will, it won't last forever. You know, I was sitting on the shower floor with the water turned off, naked, water dripping off me, bawling my eyes out numerous times. God knows how long I was there after the shower had stopped running. It does stop though. You do stop crying stand up wrap a towel around you start drying yourself and you and you just get moving that's what happens you get moving so once you're at that stage number three is to process now my process is journal I write everything I wrote everything everything down I am probably needing to keep my journals in a safe because they are raw and vulnerable and very telling of every situation that was happening in my life I wrote everything down 
how I was feeling, what was happening, what was said, what I thought, everything down. And another part of this process step is also talking to friends, talking to a therapist. Just get it out of you. So journaling, talking to friends, talking to a therapist, all of the above. I did all of the, I, I did everything. And I'll tell you more about um, that later after I've gotten through this survival stage. So three is process. Four is um, a surprising step. It's just move, right? It's do something. So after I'd eaten and after I'd cried and after I'd journal and messaged friends, then, I don't know, you kind of feel a little bit better. You kind of feel like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I am strong. So then you move. Um, What I did was clean my house, you know. That's productive at least. So vacuum, do the dishes, you know, other ways to do this might be to dance, shake it off, go for a walk, just move your body. Um, there's nothing more telling than when you're stuck in the same spot and that's when depression hits. And And I was pretty close to depression. Actually, I think I was depressed very early on um, until I started this process. And when I started this process, the depression, depre- <laughs> what's the word? The depression lifted. Um Yes, so let's go through them again. I'm going to hammer them home. And this literally, these four steps, I come back to them even if I'm not in heartbreak anymore. So even if what you're feeling is depression, is anxiety, is from something else, if it's not from heartbreak, like we get down from so many different reasons. These are my four steps to get me back on track. One, nourish. Two, feel. Three, process for move so during this stage two um, I wanted to talk about more about the process stage of getting it out of you (laughs) writing talking Um, I highly 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 suggest investing in a psychologist someone to vent to to talk to to help you keep on track and give you tips on how to move through it. Sometimes it's hard for us to um, navigate it on our own and we shouldn't be expected to. This is, I hate hearing this when people, I, I deal with things on my own or I don't like to burden anybody. Fuck that, you're not a burden, okay? Jesus. <laughs> stop, I, people need to stop this. Stop thinking you're a burden. Ask for help. Reach out to people. When I realized, when I realized my life was really falling to pieces because for the first few weeks I was trying to hold on real tight to my marriage and make sure that it was okay. And then when I realized that I was not okay, I'm like, I need more. I need friends and I need them now. So I reached out and it started small at first. I reached out to my closest friends and... Um, that was great. They were very supportive. And then I reached out to more and then more and then more. Um, I think at one stage there was four or five really close friends, people I trusted, people I knew would listen and have my back and just be supportive, um, 
I messaged and this is the great thing, right? So you worry about being a burden, about it all being about you, about, you know, (laughs) just stop for one. What I would do, and this is a great tip, a great trick, because you can't expect them to be there for you all the time. You can't just have one person that you call on all the time because everybody has their shit, right? And I know this is why you're thinking, I don't want to be a burden. Yeah, okay, so you're not. If you consider their feelings, then obviously you're not a burden. So here's what I did. I had four or five friends. I would... And if something happened where I feel like felt like I needed to process immediately, I would message them and then copy and paste to all five. So all five people at the same time got the same message. And doing it this way, it's not impersonal. You, you're being honest and vulnerable and raw. You're telling your friends how you feel. And so in doing that, you're broadening the scope you're not leaning just on one person to be there for you all the time you're allowing whoever needs to step up in that moment to step up and sometimes you'll get one person messaging you back right away and that's great sometimes you'll get all five and that's great too the, like literally the more the merrier the more you can process and talk through it because everyone's got different perspectives so you're going to end up moving on to different topics and talking about different kind of things with all of them so you're going to get something different out of it all um yeah that's just that's my main tip literally as many friends as you can and another thing that i did that was so healing for me was on instagram okay there is a close friends group create a close friends group where literally it is people you trust and people who you know um, care about you and you can do stories that are literally limited to them. And I still have this. I still have a small close friends group where I will just go, oh my God, this is happening now. Or, you know, share parts of my life that are a bit too intimate to share publicly. Um, and yeah, and then you get responses and you get people just being there for you. And I cannot recommend that highly enough. So as many friends as possible. And if there's someone who you feel isn't supporting you, okay, bye. They're not part of your support group. They can still be your friend, but just not part of that insider close knit friends group. So something else I did, because obviously I am a spiritual person, I called upon healers. So I signed up for freaking everything. So there was a mentorship program um, I signed up for. There was a um, follow your intuition program that I signed up for. There was an astrology program that I signed up for. Just all the things, all the time, and a couple of other workshops that I signed up for. Do you know the funny funny thing about it is a couple of them I haven't even looked at and it wasn't investment it was money but the and this is this is so great because while it may seem like a waste of money it actually wasn't because the act of actually putting money in for myself that was enough to bring a piece of healing to myself. Like I care enough to invest money in myself. That in itself is healing. And get you what you got out of it is 
that act. So it's not a waste of money. <laughs> I know this, that sounds really ironic, but anyway. So I signed up to doing all these things, taking care of myself. What else did I do? I meditated, I journaled, um, and I began thinking of who I wanted to be. What style do I want to dress in? Maybe it could be something different. What attitude can I possess? What new habits? What new hobbies? What new friends? What new courses? Just start to think and explore. I wrote a list of things that I wanted to do. Number one, (laughs) buy a vibrator. (laughs) Number two, get my ears pierced. Number three, get a new tattoo. Number four, get a new wardrobe. Simple (laughs) but effective things. Just, I don't know, like just explore what you want to do. Join a choir, write a book, get a dog. Like there's so many things. And the best, I think the best, best, best part about this list is it's your list. You don't have to consider anybody else in this decision making. It is your decision and your decision only. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Trust yourself. This is the massive, massive, massive thing that I have learned in the last six months is to trust myself. Obviously, I cannot trust the person that I was with anymore. They're not here. Okay. I have got only myself to rely on, to look after me and my kids and my house and everything my life is on my shoulders and while that may sound like a burden it is a vibe it is what total freedom is yeah like yeah so I know it's hard in the very beginning to I guess consider that but it's fun to play and I started this list like almost straight away what could I do if he's gone, if he's gone for good, even though I didn't actually, I thought that he might have come back to me. It doesn't matter. That, that's not a part of this. What's part of this is you and what you want with your life. Hmm. This is, this is hard. The, like the hardest time of my life. And it's just, it's weird because I have actually dealt with death. And I'll be honest dealing with death of a loved one is a hell of a lot easier than dealing with the betrayal and loss of someone who is still alive you know till death do us part but we're both still alive it's um tragic and poetic at the same time and it's really hard to deal with you know this person doesn't want to be with you anymore and there's a major sense of rejection in that and a a loss of control too um one of my big lessons that i learned alongside to trust myself was to surrender oh my god the hardest hardest part i needed to know i wanted to know i wanted to control my future is he coming back to me what is going to happen there 
and I needed like I got my tarot cards out I went over and over again I went to psychic readings like is he coming back to me is he coming I just need it what's my future what is my future tell me my future I need to know and guess what you can't know this is the unknown and it is uncomfortable I am still in the unknown but I am learning to get more comfortable in it and more excited in it and how to do that is to surrender to just let go to just say I have to believe that everything is going to work out for me that everything's going to be okay you've got you've got to surrender to the inability to control anyone but yourself you can't control anybody anybody but yourself and after you surrender and let go and just not worry about the outcome just live that's when acceptance comes and when acceptance (laughs) I can't say my words today but when acceptance comes that's where the magic happens that's where things start to ignite because you're not accepting that what happened to you was okay you're just accepting it is and you can either make a choice here to sit and live with that for a really long time and let it fester within you or you can choose to heal from it and live the best fucking life possible a lot of people bypass this They bypass the feeling and processing stage and jump straight to the acceptance stage. It is what it is. Moving on with life. You can't get to that stage until you feel and process everything. And it's hard, but it just has to be done. Once you get to the acceptance stage, why is that the hardest word for me to say? Acceptance then that's when we ask what now what can I do and that that brings some excitement and curiosity into your life you know what can you do for you while you grieve so it's not one or the other healing isn't linear you don't feel and then surrender and then accept and then live your best life you do it all simultaneously in and out weaving in and out in the morning you ball your eyes out saying how am I waking up not next to the person I love and then you process and then you surrender and then you go what can I do for myself today what is my next best step for myself and that could be hey book a hypnotist session hey cook yourself a nice meal hey go have a spa day hey get up and go to work hey Just sit there and watch TV and pat your cat. Just listen to yourself. This is where trust comes in. Healing isn't linear. It is up and down. And and because some weeks you might be doing fantastic and then the next week you're crumbling. It doesn't mean you're failing or you're doing something wrong. It means you're doing something right because you're actually listening to your body and you're feeling what you need to feel. So shall we recap what we've got so far? I've actually got notes this episode because I really wanted to get it right. So in the early days, you do survival mode. Remember? Number one, you nourish. You eat. You drink. You make sure 
Your body is given the fuel it needs. Number two, you feel it all. Let the emotions soar through you. Sadness, grief, that feeling of betrayal and loss and shock. Three, process. Put words to those feelings. Talk to your friends. Number four, move, dance, clean, do something, move your body, shake it out, don't let it get stuck. And once you're out of survival mode, then we can start to move forward. That's when you bring surrender and acceptance and bringing curiosity in about what you can do and weave in to your life while you grieve. I also want to add in, right, that distraction's okay. Switching off is okay. You don't have to be in the shit. The whole- but it's all balance, right? Like you can distract yourself, but not to the point of numbing out and not processing. So it can weave in and out. And I've said that word a few times, weaving, right? It's, it's a tapestry. It's, it's an art form finding that balance and the only way you can do that is to trust yourself and I've mentioned that a few times you know and it's a it's a great what a great opportunity you're thrown in the deep end to be able to (laughs) trust yourself there's no no better way really and I I'm kind of grateful for this because I can't believe I'm saying I'm grateful for this bullshit (laughs) it has been the hardest time of my life I have never never felt this pain let's talk about this fucking pain for a moment I feel like my skin has been ripped off my body and I am bare to the bone heart shattered on on the floor around my feet I feel like there's no ground beneath me and I'm tumbling into the darkness with no end in sight I feel like I want to grow wings and fly, but I've never used them before. So how the fuck do they work? And how do they work while I'm dissipating into nothing? Tumbling into the void of nothing. How do I find my footing? How do I find my feet? Where am I? Where do I exist? Who am I? that darkness it's consuming and you think when will it end when will I not feel this way anymore and then somehow you stand and your feet find solid ground and you think here I am I'm a little broken But I'm here. And just when you start to feel strong enough to take a step, strong enough to unfurl your wings, something happens. And you're brought to your knees. And you thought, hang on a minute, I've lost all of me already. How is there more to lose? But it's like layer upon layer upon layer is ripped off you. 
to your literally nothing. And all that's left is this tiny spark. And that's your soul. And what happens? What happens next? Is your choice. How do you build yourself back up? Moment by moment, bit by bit. You open your eyes and you look around and you call it. You call it. Where am I? Who am I? Come to me. And then you build yourself back together with the truth of who you are. You expand and dig deep and there the wings unfurl. And you can fly. You know innately how to fly. And you can fly so high that you can almost touch the clouds. And then you look down and you think, oh dear, is this what it feels like to soar? Is this what I've been missing my whole life? Because this is what it means to be broken down in order to be built back up. You can't do it. You can't build yourself up when you're not completely shattered. Because all you're doing is tacking what you think you need on the outside on top of a heartbroken person. <laughs> and that's what distractions and addictions and numbing out and hiding and pretending and faking, that's what that does. You're not your true self until you're broken down fully getting rid of everything that you are not and leaving all that is there. All that is you remains. And then there's so much space. There's so much space for what you really are and how you can really grow and what you can really become. The funny thing about this is, is that you don't have to chase it. Finding yourself after you've been with someone for so long isn't about reaching for something that you want to be. It's about removing what you are not. And sometimes what that means is removing everything. <laughs> Removing everything until you're nothing. And then picking up each piece and going, Do, is this what part of me? Do I want this here? Small pieces at a time. And it takes time. And it's hard. And a lot of the time you don't want to do it. You don't want to face it. But, 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 <laughs> if you do the work, Allow yourself to feel what you feel. If you process it, hit it head on. Make the investment in yourself. Call in your tribe. Call in your healers. There is light at the other side. I know it's hard and I've seen firsthand people who, who choose not to because it is hard 
it's traumatic it's crushing it's it feels like hell but <laughs> the strength and the joy on the other side of it the joy that you get when you remove everything that is not a part of you and all that's left is you 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 whole you you are whole <laughs> i can't describe it i can't describe the joy that i feel about my life right now i cannot describe it because i have whole i've gathered my pieces my true pieces and i have unfilled my wings with and i'm flying right soaring around everywhere but guess where my anchor is my own roots i'm still tethered to the ground while flying wherever i want i am in control of myself and it's amazing and i just send so much love and peace to anyone who is going through heartbreak, depression, and trauma right now. And I hold you and give you space and let you know <laughs> that it is going to be okay. I know you probably don't want to hear it, but it is going to be okay. And right now, you have a choice to dig deep and push through the darkness to get to the other side or to just sit and suck in the darkness and let it simmer inside you it's a hard choice because to go through the darkness is not easy but if you gather in the tribe you've got your sisters You've got your brothers, you've got your support and it's possible, it is so possible to get to the other side and feel this joy and I'm telling you, right, I have moments where I feel the need to feel, where that comes up, this tug on my chest where I'm like, oh, that's right, this is my life, this is my life. And it burns and I go, okay, <laughs> it's time to dive in, have a cry, let it come through me, then I process, write, journal, talk to a friend, have a therapy session. And then I'm, okay, let's dance it out and move and... <sighs> Life is fucking amazing. How amazing. <laughs> okay. I think I've done with my passionate speeches. My battery is on 1%. This is an indicator that that is at the end of an episode. I think it is. I was going to tell the story of my breakup and exactly what I did every step of the way but maybe that's another episode I think this one 
has served all its need to. There was a moment there where I feel like I was... <laughs> I was talking and it didn't feel like it was me talking, so... Maybe I'm a channeler now, who knows? Spirits speak through me! Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it and I love you guys. And this is the end of, end of episode three. And if you've made it to the end of episode three... You might as well just keep listening to the rest of the episodes forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I truly, I'm really grateful for you. Let's keep going. Let's keep growing together. Thank you so much for your ears. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review or you can send it to a friend or screenshot the episode title and share it on social media. If you'd like to send extra love, hit that sweet little subscribe button. Did you know I have created an empowerment card deck? The Believe Empowerment deck was created to give you the confidence to release the real you into the world. It is designed with love and from my own life lessons, like overcoming fear, to finding the calm, to removing guilt, to following dreams. Get your copy by heading to fromwallflowertowildflower.com forward slash shop don't forget to follow me on instagram at from wallflower to wildflower and i'll see you on the next episode bye get your copy by heading to from wallflower to wildflower.com forward slash shop